Hey, I'm Ray, and this is The Kitchen. Today we're talking about fall produce and what's in season. So, I've not been very good at this, but I think it's awesome being able to focus on what produce is in season, like right now, and cooking with it. So, a few reasons for that is it can be cheaper, it can be more nutrient dense, and it can have better flavor because it's actually ripe. It has like the peak conditions for it to be growing in. So the produce I'll be talking about today is most relevant to the Northern Hemisphere because I'm in the US, so just a disclaimer on that. And what is in season in the fall may actually range from like late summer to spring, depending on the climate in which the fruits or vegetables are growing, whether it's like Florida or is it Michigan. Um, so just just keep that in mind. I'll mention some of those, like what season certain of these produce are peaking in. But for the most part, it's September, no, it's October when I'm recording this. And this is just generally um, these fruits and veggies are in season now. So to start, we have apples. So these will be in generally alphabetical order, and you may already be familiar with a lot of the fruits and veggies that I mentioned, but I'm just putting them all together in a list, and I will leave the sources I used down below in the show notes slash description for you guys if you're interested. So we have artichokes, arugula, beets, Belgian endive, and I'll go into some more explanation on what some of these fruits and veggies are because from my own knowledge, I didn't know some of them, so I thought I would share with you guys. Broccoli, broccoli rob, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, celeriac or celery root, celery itself, chard, chicories, which I'll go into more on those. Chilies, cranberries, curly endive, edamame, eggplant, escarole, not escargot, escarole, fennel, figs, garlic, grapes. Now some of these, like garlic, I didn't realize like garlic had a season, but it does. Green beans, green onions, guava, which is more of a tropical fruit and feels more summery to me than fall. But guava made the list on, during our fall season, guava seems to be peaking. Herbs, which I'll go into more detail on. Horseradish, Jerusalem artichokes. Jerusalem artichokes, also known as, also known as sunchokes. Kale, kohlrabi, leeks, lemongrass, lettuce, limes. Oh, I missed a couple. Kiwi and kumquats. I've never had a kumquat, but I do like kiwis. Uh, mangoes, mushrooms, but not morels. My sources were made sure to note that. Wild mushrooms. Wild mushrooms are in season, but not morels. Okra onions, passion fruit, parsnips, pears, peppers, persimmons, 
persimmons, persimmons, persimmons. Pineapple, pomegranates. Now pineapple, usually you can tell when the more tropical fruit are in season because you'll see them at your grocery store um, slash they'll be on sale at your grocery store. And I'm used to pineapples being in season more like late summer. So like I said at the beginning of the episode, um, in season fall produce does span from like late summer to all the way to spring. So pineapple, potatoes, pumpkins, quins, Q-U-I-N-C-E-S, quins, uh, radicchio, radishes, rutabagas, shallots, shelling beans, spinach, another one of those that I didn't realize had a season because it's, I mean, most all of these are in your grocery store year round, but I didn't realize like spinach had a season. Um, sweet potatoes, tomatillos, turnips, winter squash, and zucchini. So that is the list that I pieced together. If I missed any, head on over to YouTube, leave me a comment. Or if you disagree with these, that's fine. I'm just, I did some light research, I'll be honest, I didn't go crazy. I did some light research, and these are the handful of sources that I looked at seem to be in agreement that these are what's in season for a very long fall period. Um, but now, like, getting into some more details on each of these and some of the dishes that I enjoy using them in. So apples, of course. Apple crisp is one of my favorite fall things. Um, on the Recipes with Ray YouTube channel, which is my YouTube channel, I have a recipe for a Dutch apple crisp and I modified it from a Betty Crocker Dutch apple pie recipe and I would rather have a crisp than a pie so I just left out the pie crust and you have your pie filling with your crumble on top it's delicious any of the recipes that I specifically mention I'll try to remember to link below for you guys to check out if any of them pique your interest artichokes not a big artichoke person but I will dabble in a spinach artichoke dip and fall fall is actually the second season of the year for artichokes they have um, spring is their first season when they're harvested and then fall is their second which is interesting it's fall produces a smaller crop for artichokes uh, and then we have arugula it's a leaf lettuce it has a peppery flavor to it beets, um, red beets. I like them pickled or boiled, but you can also roast them. Um, red beets, you can also eat beet greens. And one of my sources said that if you're looking for fresh beets, because some of these root vegetables, they can harvest them and then they can store them somewhere for a long period of time because they have a long shelf life. And so if you're getting like maybe potatoes, beets, turnips, root vegetables in store and they don't have their greens attached. Potatoes won't have their greens attached, but um, 
like beets for example. If you find beets in the store with the beets, the beet greens attached, those tend to be more fresh than the beets that have their greens cut off. Belgian endive, it's a cousin to radicchio and it kind of looks, it's a lettuce-like vegetable. It kind of looks like a smaller, paler head of romaine lettuce, um, but endive and all of the chicory vegetables tend to have a more bitter flavor to them. Broccoli, beef and broccoli is one of my favorite dishes with broccoli in it, and I have a crock pot recipe for that, and I will link that down below. It's delicious and easy. Broccoli rabe, also known as rapini, um, it looks like tall, skinny stalks of broccoli. Brussels sprouts. Now, I had tried br Brussels sprouts once. I didn't really care for them. They were quite bitter, so they may have been out of season. Um, but one of my best friends loves Brussels sprouts roasted with some bacon. And so I'm like, okay, I'll try them. <laughs> I'll try them how you made them. And so I brought, I bought a bag of Brussels sprouts and I tossed them in my produce drawer. And then I went into my fridge a little while later that day and I opened it up and you just get this waft of like cabbage, um, stinky cabbage. And so I texted my friend, I'm like, these things stink. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> They do, they have a very potent scent to them. So, um, I have not found a Brussels sprouts recipe that I like. I am open to trying them again. So if you have a really good Brussels sprouts recipe, like head on over to YouTube, leave me a comment um, if you're willing to share the recipe. Along in this, I think they're in the same family. Don't quote me on that. Um, Brussels sprouts remind me of just like baby cabbage heads. Cabbage is also in season in the fall, and it tends to be sweeter when it's harvested in the cooler, in cooler weather. So the things that I'm familiar with cabbage being used for are coleslaw or pigs in a blanket. For the longest time, I thought pigs in a blanket were only the little, little weenies wrapped in crescent roll dough. Um, but there's actually pigs in a blanket that is like seasoned meat. I don't know if there's rice in there um, that are wrapped in boiled cabbage leaves. So if you know what I'm talking about, if you know, you know. Hit that like button if you know what I'm talking about. Um, then we have carrots, which I eat them raw throughout the year, but they're really good in like those warmer dishes like soups and stews that we tend to eat more in the cooler months. Cauliflower, um, I don't use cauliflower all that often. I think majority of the time when I do eat it, it's either raw with uh, like a veggie dip or hummus or just steamed, but it's pretty good roasted. And then I've heard of a dish and I tried it once. I don't know if I made it right. Um, is cauliflower cheese, and I think it's more popular in Europe. So, I mean, cheese, you put cheese on most anything, it makes, makes it pretty good. Then, celeriac, or celery root, 
It can be roasted, boiled, steamed, mashed, or grated raw, like into a salad. So that makes me think you would, you kind of cook it similar to how you would maybe carrots because it is, um, it's the root part and it's a firmer vegetable or part of the vegetable. Celery, most of the time when I'm using celery, it's either raw celery sticks or I'm using it in the, is it the mirepoix? That's the celery, onions, and carrots that you saute in butter and or oil before you start making your soup or your stew. Chard, which you may be familiar with, Swiss chard, um, it turns bitter when it gets too hot. And then chicories, like I mentioned earlier, they are a bitter flavored leafy vegetable, but they're very hearty. Then we have chilies. I didn't have any any more information on chilies. I don't cook with chilies very often, but I think if you're making a salsa or more Southwest dishes, I think tend to have chilies. Um, yeah, what do you, do you cook with chilies and what do you normally cook with them? Cranberries makes me think of Thanksgiving, so I think of cranberry sauces or cranberry relish. I have a recipe for a stovetop cranberry sauce that I'll link down below for you guys. Or crisps. Crisps, crisps and fall go hand in hand for me. So my mom, last year or the year before, she made a cran apple crisp. It was very good. Curly endive, also known as frisee. I could be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong on that. Is another chicory. Edamame which are fresh soybeans. Um, you may be familiar with like some Asian restaurants will have edamame as an appetizer and they tend to be in their shell and they're warm and they're salted and then you just kind of use your teeth or your lips to like squeeze the beans out of their shell. Um, but I have used it frozen and used them as I would like frozen peas in dishes. Then there's eggplant, which you may make eggplant, eggplant, eggplant parmesan, but also there's, I, I'm a hummus eater, and there's, I consider it similar, it's called baba ganoush, and so you roast eggplant and then you scoop out the insides and you make like a dip out of it. So baba ganoush, it's also very fun to say. Then we have escarole, which is another type of chicory, those hearty, bitter flavored leafy vegetables. Then we have fennel, another vegetable that it will start to turn bitter if it's growing in the warmer or during the warmer weather. Figs, I love dried figs, but also fig jam. And figs have a short second season in the fall. So fall is not their main harvest season. Garlic tends to be sweetest when it's in season, so during the fall. Grapes, again, I'm used to grapes being on sale like more midsummer, so maybe it depends on the climate that the grapes are growing in or maybe the variety of grapes, but for grapes, I think of making homemade jam or wine. 
Uh, green beans, they tend to be sweeter and more tender in season. Green onions, guava, herbs. So thinking of ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, sage, rosemary, thyme, salmon and garfunkel, dill, basil, and parsley. So for ginger, turmeric, and cinnamon, I think of like warm teas and desserts, pumpkin pie, pumpkin muffins, pumpkin bread, pumpkin cookies, um, apple desserts, apple pies, apple crisps, mincemeat pies. Um, but then like the sage rosemary thyme, I think of like warm savory dishes. A couple, two or three weeks ago, I made a mushroom stroganoff. It was my first time making the recipe. It is coming soon to the Recipes with Ray YouTube channel. It was delicious. Um, and thyme. I'm always skeptical of thyme because to me thyme can taste kind of moldy. So I'm always like, eh, is it going to taste good? But it, it worked really well in this mushroom stroganoff and it was delicious. Moving on, we have horseradish. Don't have any extra information on that one for you. Uh, the Jerusalem artichokes, also known as sunchokes, they are a sweet, crunchy root vegetable. Uh, you can use them in place of like potatoes or yams, sometimes flip-flopped with sweet potatoes. My one source said they have the texture of them is similar to that of a water chestnut, but they have a starchier flavor, but they don't have starch in them. So, um, and also, even though they're called Jerusalem artichokes, they are native to North America. Kiwi, kale, um, the cooler weather helps keep the kale sweet. And I'm not a big kale user, but I think of like a kale Caesar salad or using it to bulk up like a super stew. Then we have kohlrabi, and if you're not familiar with kohlrabi, it is a root vegetable. It's a light green color. The flavor of it, in describing the flavor of it, I consider it, if you've ever eaten the stock of a broccoli, it's kind of similar to that flavor, maybe crossed with a cucumber flavor, but they're very crunchy. Um, I've never cooked with them. I've eaten them raw like my whole life, and they're very good dipped in hummus. Or probably like a dill dip. Kumquats, I've never had a kumquat. I have nothing to say about kumquats right now. Leeks, one of my sources said that if the leek is greater than an inch and a half in diameter, they tend to have a tougher inner core. So stick with the skinnier leeks. Again, when picking out a better quality leek, Look for ones where the top green leaves look fresh and not wilted. Leeks can be cooked like onions, but be careful not to overcook them because they can get mushy. So cook them until they're just tender. And I don't have any leek recipes I would like to cook with them. So if you have any good recipes that you use leeks in and you're willing to share, I'd love to try them out. Then we have lemongrass. Lemongrass is grown in warmer climates. Um, lettuce, lettuce that's grown in warmer climates is best in the fall. 
It's another one of the vegetables that can get bitter when it's in the warmer temperatures. Limes, another one that's grown in warmer climates. Um, I don't use limes all that much, but you can use them in like marinades or in a Moscow mule or if you make a fresh key lime pie. Mangoes, another tropical fruit. I love a good mango. I think like late summer is when I tend to see them going on sale at the grocery store. Wild mushrooms, again, not morels, but I mentioned that mushroom stroganoff that I made. I did end up using just button mushrooms. Button, button mushrooms tend to be the cheapest mushrooms at the grocery store and they still tasted really good but um, if you are into experimenting with different mushrooms wild mushrooms in the fall good deal um, but also i like to just cook mushrooms in some butter some salt maybe some pepper maybe some garlic um, but you can put them on top of a steak or on top of a burger just eat them by themselves then okra Okra needs the heat to grow. So all through the summer, they're taking in that heat to grow. And then when it transitions to fall, then they kind of stop growing. I think that's the assumption I made when it said needs the heat to grow. Then onions, passion fruit, parsnips. They look like white carrots, but they have a nuttier flavor. Um, and you can eat them roasted, probably in soups and stews, just like you would with carrots. And I read that you should go with the thinner parsnips because the chunkier parsnips will have a more woody core, so it's going to be hard. They're not going to be very tender, which is what you want. Uh, pears. So you can put pears in pies or in tarts, in preserves, or you can just eat them by themselves. Peppers, in the fall, this applies to both sweet and spicy peppers. Persimmons, um, I had to look these up. I've never had one, but they're a fruit. They have a yellow to orange color. They have a starchy texture. And when they're ripe, because I guess there's a couple, well, there might be more than two, but there's different varieties of persimmons and they can have like an astringent flavor. Some varieties tend to have a more astringent flavor, but some of them, if you get them, if you eat them when they're ripe, when they're completely softened, they have either no astringent flavor or very little astringent flavor once they're ripe. So allegedly when they're ripe, they have an apricot slash date slash sweet tomato flavor. Apricot, date, sweet tomato. So. Do with that information what you will. Pineapple, pomegranates. Now, I've had pomegranates two ways. I've enjoyed both of them, surprisingly, when I mentioned this second one. The first one, of course, is just eating the pomegranate seeds plain. Um, and then in high school, I was over at my friend's house and she strongly encouraged me to try some pomegranate seeds with some brie like the cheese. And this was at a stage in my life where I didn't really care for my sweet and savory foods to mix, but I tried it and it was delicious. So pleasant, happy surprise there. So if 
If you want to try that out, I recommend it. Was the brie baked? It might have been. I can't remember. Potatoes. All the ways of potatoes are basically delicious. Mashed, fried, baked potato wedges. Mashed potatoes on top of a shepherd's pie. Delicious. Pumpkins. Not a big pumpkin eater. I take that back. I like sweet pumpkin dishes, but I just buy the pumpkin puree that you get in the cans at the grocery store throughout the year. I've never roasted my own pumpkin and scooped out the flesh, uh, but it's an option. And I know some people like like uh, pumpkin soups. I'm not exactly sure what else, what other savory dishes have pumpkin in them, but some of my favorite pumpkin sweet dishes, I think I mentioned them before when we talked about spices and herbs that are in season, but pumpkin pancakes, pumpkin bread, pumpkin cookies. I just made some pumpkin chocolate chip cookies the other week. I'll leave that recipe down below. Pumpkin whip. Yeah, there's a lot of good pumpkin recipes out there. Quinn's is another fruit. It looks like a pear. It is has a firm, tart, and astringent flavor, and that's when they're raw. I don't think they are commonly eaten when they're raw. They're usually cooked. They're often made into jams, jellies, or pies. Let me know if you've ever eaten a quince, and if I'm saying it correctly. Radicchio is another chicory. Um, it's sweeter and less bitter in when the weather is cool. And radicchio kind of looks like a head of red cabbage. Like the leaves look red, but they tend to have like a white spine on each of the leaves. They're kind of neat looking. Radishes. Um, fall is the end of the season for the little red radishes that you're probably used to seeing at the grocery store. Um, I've never cooked them. I've always eaten them fresh. And if you've ever eaten radishes, you know they can be kind of peppery. So I'm wondering if in the fall, they tend to get a little sweeter and less, less peppery bitter. I may have to pick some up soon. Then rutabagas. Um, you can usually find them by your potatoes at the grocery store. They are a sweeter, nuttier root vegetable. You can use them in soups and stews. If you're from the North Midwest, you've probably had them in pasties, but you can also mash them like you would potatoes. So I've only done this once or twice, but it was really good. You peel the rutabaga because it has like a waxy I don't know if they put a wax on the outside of it, but when you get it at the grocery store, it has like a waxy, tough skin on it. So you peel the skin off and then you chop it up and then you boil it like you would potatoes to make mashed potatoes. But as I'm boiling them, I put um, garlic cloves in the water. And so you boil them until they're tender and then you mash them. You can leave the garlic in or you can take the garlic out and then add in whatever you would normally add in when you would make mashed potatoes, and there you go. They have, they're a little more fibrous than uh, like your russet potatoes, so just keep that in mind if you've never had one, but they're delicious. Then we have shallots. They are harvested in the late summer into fall, and shallots are in the onion family, and they tend to be sweetest in the fall. And the only thing I've ever used shallots in, personally for me, in my cooking adventures, is making spanakopita, which is 
Greek spinach pie. Now, don't knock it till you try it. I plan to make it soon for the YouTube channel and I've never been like a lover of spinach. I will add it into certain dishes kind of just to bulk up the nutrient density of whatever I'm eating. But you have spinach with onion and seasonings and feta cheese wrapped up in phyllo dough that has it's buttery and crispy and salty and if you're not a spinach lover you may still like this. So moving on, shelling beans. I'm still not the most confident on what shelling beans are. Um, they're also known as soup beans. The picture I saw, they look kind of like green beans, except these ones had like a purpley shell and you don't eat the shell. The beans are shelled. Yeah, but unfortunately that's <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with it. So cranberry beans and fava beans are both shelling beans. So I wonder if is shelling beans just kind of a general term? If you know on that one, leave me a comment. Spinach, um, it grows year-round in temperate climates, summer to fall in cooler climates, and fall to spring in warmer climates. So like I mentioned before, Spanakopita is something that I use spinach in, but I use the boxes of frozen spinach in that recipe. But in day-to-day -day eating, I'll put just baby spinach, usually baby spinach, in smoothies, in quesadillas, in scrambled eggs, in wraps or on sandwiches. Um, and it doesn't have to be a whole lot, just kind of like a handful here and there. It has good nutrients to it. Sweet potatoes, um, they're available year-round in warmer areas and uh, late summer to winter in other places. Sweet potatoes are just one of those vegetables, kind of like regular potatoes or like spinach, that we are used to having them all year round and we don't really realize that they have a peak season. Um, but sweet potatoes, I think, are also one of those vegetables that can be harvested and then stored for a period of time before they actually get to your supermarket. How I like to eat sweet potatoes is usually cut up into wedges and baked into sweet potato fries. Tomatillos, they look like green tomatoes, but they have a husk on the outside of them that I don't, you normally take off. I don't think there's any instance that you ever eat the husk of a tomatillo, um, but it's a common ingredient in like Southwest slash Mexican food. So think of like salsas, um, chutneys, but also my source said soups and stews. Which is, I can see that because like tomatoes are common in some soups and stews, so why not tomatillos? Then we have turnips. Um, you can eat them mashed in soups and stews. So a turnip can be used in place of like a potato, but also if you're eating it raw, you can use it like you would a radish. And then we have winter squashes. I'm not, similarly to a pumpkin, I think they're in the same family. In my brain, they're in the same family. Pumpkins and squashes. I'm not big on squash in savory. I'm not a big fan of cooking with squash. 
So if you have any good recipes that you love and you'd like to share, I'd love to see them. Um, and then last but not least, zucchini. So to me, again, zucchini is a summer vegetable, but I think they're harvested in late summer. And how I like to eat them is usually either roasted or grilled with some really hearty seasonings. And I once tried making zucchini chips where you slice the zucchini really thin and then I either sprayed them with cooking spray or I tossed them in oil and then I had some hearty seasonings on them and I put them on an even layer and I baked them. And you know, I was really looking forward to it. And then I forgot that they were in the oven and they burned. So that was a flop and I haven't tried them since. So I'm sure they're really good. Uh, <laughs> we just haven't been able to try a non-burned version of them yet. In wrapping up, one of my sources mentioned citrus fruits and we had limes on this list. But to me, citrus fruits, thinking oranges and grapefruit specifically, don't come into season until early winter at the earliest. So thinking like once it's getting like December or Christmas time, that's when I start to expect my oranges and my grapefruits to start being really sweet and flavorful from the grocery store. So just if you're curious, if you're an orange or grapefruit person, like December into like January, February, that's when I find oranges and grapefruits are the sweetest and most flavorful. So I hope this list was helpful for you guys, or maybe just informative. Next time you go to the grocery store, you might remember some of the items from this list and see like, oh, they're on sale or something like that. Um, but like I mentioned at the beginning, when you are able to get your produce in season, it might be cheaper, but also it might be more nutrient dense, more flavorful, less bitter. And so there, there are perks to being able to buy in season. Also, if you have like a local farmer's market, what they bring to the market is going to tend to be what's in season because they harvest it and then bring it right to you. So like I said, I will leave recipes linked down below for those that I mentioned. If you have any that you would like to share, I would love to check them out. So if you're listening on podcasts, I'd love if you would head over to YouTube and you can leave any of the recipes that you'd like to share in the comments of this video. If there's anything that I missed or you disagree with, you can leave me a comment too. I'd love to learn more. If you are listening on podcasts, I would love it if you would rate and review either on Apple Music or Spotify. Um, let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like me to talk about in the future. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more episodes from me, be sure to follow or subscribe. And you can go ahead and listen to any of my previous episodes. And I just want you to know that Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you. And I will leave a passage of scripture down below for you guys to check out if you're interested.